Hello and welcome and thank you for coming back to the Pisces Dreamers Tarot. I am Miss Kiki here just chilling. You know what I'm saying? Gonna be reading y'all cards and shit like that. And I don't know. I have been feeling some major energy from other people. Because, you know, I have, I'm very sensitive and, you know, empathic and stuff. But I have been feeling some freaking energy. And I was just like, man. <laughs> I was just like, whoa. Like, so overwhelmed with this. Man, I got two bottles of water and stuff. But I set y'all up. Like, we are having candlelight romantic dinners. <laughs> I got the red candle burning because now it's intensely, um, some some love is going to be happening or some hookups or something. I don't know. Shoot. But I already, like, pulled out. I, and, you know, the crystals that I got, you know, while they, you know, sitting on top of cars, I also saged it and stuff. Um, and I bought a new little fun little uh little statue. It's a green jade owl, and I just named him David. Um David was one of my um good friends in high school and didn't even know that he really deeply loved me. And I was like, Man, I'm so sad. Man, David would have been like, shoot, he would have been my boo thing by now. But I have some, I have a red candle, I have like uh, quartz, and also um, added a um, amethyst with it because um, there's going to be some people that's like trying to heal or y'all have um, going through some self-healing, some self-love and stuff. And of course, I have my uh, rose quartz and I have opalite. So that's going to like open up a lot of um, our energies um with this of course I say and then I got this little cute little uh purple quartz right here um I love how this is so pretty but um thank you for listening out there um I really do appreciate um though it's like I'm not like trying to be struggling with these reads and stuff like that but I just tend to be like <laughs> But yes, David was watching y'all's cards and making sure everything is fine. Cause um, and when I was staging, I took a smoke break and and I read, and I put the candle so David can like say, "All right, she got this candle burning." So looking at the drip on here, and the the flame is awesome. So let's go ahead and get into the cards. I'm going to be reading from the Sex Love Tarot. It's just something y'all gonna be, shit, y'all gonna be uh, 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 cuffing up or something. Y'all gonna be cuffing up. But this is like so uh, funny though. Uh, so I'm sitting there getting everything ready for y'all to do this reading and to record this podcast. And so this corn song like starts playing in my head and I was like, what in the hell is going on, though? Like, for real. I'm going to turn them up. I had, like, I didn't have this one right here uh, making me bad. But it's, like, 
if y'all have been listening to porn when they first came out, I remember porn coming out when I was in high school with I'm born. And but like this like came on. Need like go back. This song right here was playing in my head, if you can hear that. Yeah, don't want that to go away. You know what? The reason why this is actually playing and the reason why this popped up in my head is because y'all are ready for a new ass beginning in some love. And that's the reason why I pulled out these love cards and everything else. Then I already shuffled them. I don't know already um split them and stuff. And so let's go in with the read. Man, I'm telling you, I am telling y'all, like, whatever y'all, like, going into, you know, it's going to go away. It is. It's going to go away. That's the reason why um, that song popped in my head before, you know, I was going to be, you know, before I was doing this reading tonight. It's going to go away. So whatever pain, whatever bullshit, whatever heartbreak, whatever soul tie that you are getting done with, and also um, the discussion is going to be over soul ties, like after this um, tarot reading, um, it's going to go away. Trust me, it's going to fucking go away. All right, let's get into the love sex. That's the reason why I have this red candle. Like I said, we are um, having a romantic dinner. <laughs> It's like I done fixed y'all a little romantic dinner. All right, we got the Four of Pentacles. Oh, Lord Jesus. I wish I, if y'all ever like familiar with the uh, Love Sex Tarot, there is some beautiful, sensual, erotic, uh, you know, um, art on this. It's very, very pretty. Hell, I want to damn near make my shit some damn sex shit. I would love to like do a tarot. Uh, hard. God dang, you got the five of wands and shit. Ooh, you got a sword and a chalice and a mirror. And there's two lovers, like, having some good-ass time. And, oh, 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 oh. Hot, hot damn. You got the six of swords right here. So, shoot. Wow. Now, this is going to be, be happening um, sometime this month, next month, maybe. Um, it's going to probably be going into, like, 2022 or whatever. Um, you could be, i say this right here. Uh, summertime is when you link up. Fall time is when you, uh, it's cuffing season, you cuff up. Um, <laughs> winter time when you all boot up. And uh, springtime is when you release them into the wilderness or throw them in one of those donation boxes. <laughs> it just all depends on who you meet and everything. If you're vibing with them, 
Um, if, you know, y'all seem to be, like, pretty compatible or, you know, you can't be, like, basing this shit off on some fuckery or whatever. Um, and I noticed, um, you know, Pisces, you know, we have been, um, right at the season, we either have been self-loving each other, we are, um, getting into, um, so many different things with business or finances, but this is actually going to be your love. And then I'm going to go ahead and clarify this with the magic water witch tarot cards. So you have like the four of pentacles, which is the magic fan pleasures like hot coals. If it doesn't flame, yet it burns. So in the pentacles, the four of pentacles, I mean, she is getting her little, oh yeah, she got her little fan, got her little shoes on, she got her cute little old, uh, lingerie, y'all might be like, shit, buying up some Savage Fenty, or some Yandy, or something like that, or some Walmart brand, uh, lingerie, so it's gonna be all sexy up and stuff, and across slave from them, she's laying in a chair, she is resting, she is enjoying this, and dude, he's sitting up there, finna untie this shit, he finna like, rip this shit off, but he's really sensual with it he's taking his time and you know what a lot of times when we you know a lot of times a lot of whatever you're intimate with your partner um you know you have those moments like shit i want a quick fast book or a quickie or something like that and then sometimes you just want to take your time and then they're like in the back it's like a fireplace it's really a nice warm hearty, you know, hearty fire in the back, and in the back of, um, that's sitting on the, um, fireplace mantle is a heart with a gold circle around it and stuff, like a little, um, fireplace mantle piece decoration, so it's, you know, you're gonna be getting some love, you're gonna be finding the new love, a new boo and stuff like that, hell yeah, that's what I'm talking about, that is what the hell I'm talking about right there and so like this is like really you're 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 doing your your feminine energy it doesn't matter what um gender you are and stuff so you just like ooh, you're gonna be resting in your femininity you are going to be oh lord have mercy oh yeah it's gonna be some some this ain't gonna be like no uh 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 It ain't none of that shit right there. It's going to be some very passionate sex. It's going to be some passion going on. And this person right here who's coming into your life is going to be taking their fucking sweet time. Not just only that intimate part, but they're going to take their time to get to know you, get to uh, know your personality, your, your, your flaws, your beauty and everything, because baby, Pisces, we are some pretty motherfuckers, male and female, we are some non-binary, I'm trying to include all you, all you jokers, we some pretty motherfuckers, we are, we are some beautiful motherfuckers. And then we have the uh, five of wands here. And oh my gosh, there's like a couple. Ooh, they are just enjoying it. And he looks like he is taking his time with her. She's just enjoying this shit. But you got some dude sitting up there looking like Christopher. Uh, uh, what's that dude named? The one that play, plays Saruman? 
shit, I forgot that dude, but it's he's a he's an old actor. He played he passed away a couple years ago, but he played Saruman, but he also played in um old horror movies and stuff too. Um shoot, I can't even think of his name. I was gonna say Christopher Wallace. I said, no, that's that's Biggie right there. But um if you uh watch Lord of the Rings, oh Saruman, you know what I'm saying? He's looking like a young ass Saruman in one of those old classic horror movies. And he and yeah, he actually played a vampire in one um old horror classic. And there's a sword and there's like a torch. And we see this beautiful um plant, and then we have a mirror. So it's like the five of wands. So like he's like creeping and peeping and stuff. So you might be having somebody, you know. You might be having somebody like like creeping and peeping, trying to like, you know, see what the fuck you up to. Cause it might be an ex-lover or something like that, or ex-boyfriend, ex-girlfriend, whoever and stuff, and they missing the fuck out, you know, because they lost a good thing and then you're enjoying the new love in your life. <clears throat> you know, this is really awesome, this is really special and everything, and so, like, it's like, good luck and happiness are not always and only for ourselves, but can be passed on to others, expecting that someone will give them to us in their future, so, like, oh, home dude, he, like, looking and shit, creeping and peeping, like, oh, oh, nasty-ass stock, old creep, creepos, you know, old pervy McPerv, you know, Mr. Pervy and shit, and so this might be like an ex-lover is trying to like spy and see if you have somebody, uh, you know, trying to see if you uh am happy and shit and you ain't even uh paying attention to their bitch ass and stuff because you don't moved on with your life and you don't found somebody and somebody or actually somebody has found you. This is the person has actually found you. And, you know, when people say, you know, you know, that song looking for love and all the right places looking for love in all the wrong places some shit like this old country song and you have been looking for love in all the wrong places or some wrong ass motherfucker found you or something like that and you know they 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 think they they think they got they want up your motherfucking ass but really you didn't give a shit. You took that motherfucking L like a beast. You stayed with your motherfucking chest and you went on about your business and you put yourself in the right place at the right time uh, for this new love to like come in and everything. And it's not like rushed or and it's not love bombing or whatever, because this is actually um, something that um, you're actually going um, to enjoy, you're actually going to uh, love this person, and this person's going to love um, every bit of your body, and your mind, and your thought, and your spirit, and your soul, but, you know, all homie, all home biscuit and everything, he, 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 he creeping on them, and, you know, he 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 ain't he ain't happy, but you know he's he's a he's a, he's a bit irritated, you know, because you're in this 
throes of passion and you know and everything else and then we have like the six of swords and stuff which is the magic of verbenum in the brook and honey oh my god we have like some sword energy here usually sword energy is um masculine but like baby if you look at this damn picture right here and stuff i mean he on top of her hot damn shit that shit activated my damn ass right there and in the throes of passion and he is like oh my god oh shit i'm getting something from the damn oh lord jesus <laughs> oh gosh and it's searching for new horizons involve a couple as it is involves a single person outside of your daily routine lies the rest of the world so with this card the six of swords and stuff um is basically saying like the world that y'all have created is going to be your world and you know whenever you're in a really great relationship things are going well they're very healthy and stuff and nothing doesn't matter um what goes on on the outside world because y'all have like really took the time, the, the the trust, the honesty, the love, the passion, um, everything else that makes like the great recipe, um, communication, um, all of that. And this is like the this is like the the person that you are going to get everything like right on right, like you're gonna be like chicken racks on racks on stacks on stacks, stacks with this person. And with that, like being said, it's not like any type of relationship that like, you know, you have ever had, you know, you always had that same bullshit ass relationship. You always had like the same dumb ass shit, you know, this motherfucker made me mad, you know, or this motherfucker didn't respect me. This person, you know, I was going with, I thought they were that person, but turned around and they will stay with somebody else. This is like a really uh, good person that's coming in that is going to be taking their time with you. You get the, you're taking your time with them. Um, you are really um, trusting yourself. Um, you are being vulnerable, um, and they see that. And and of course, they gonna notice that. You know, whenever you get more, um, you know, exclusive with each other, you know, you tell your deepest thoughts and everything else like that. They're not gonna disrespect you because. Because such and such, 20, 15 years ago, you've been divorced or, you know, had a bad breakup or whatever. And this guy, like, did this to you or this girl did you wrong and stuff like that. Um, you're pretty much, like, taking that responsibility. Like, hey, I've been hurt and this, that happened, everything. You know, I have healed completely. <clears throat> and, you know, they're not going to take that account. Like, well, if she put up with this or he put up with this type of uh, toxic or destructive or like dysfunctional behavior. Now I, you know, they're not gonna be like, well, I can do that to them, but I'm just gonna do it in little doses where they not gonna notice it. Well, this person that's coming in, you know, giving you some new awesome bomb ass uh, dick booty, whatever, uh, coochie and everything else, you know what I'm saying? They are really going to um really take their time with you and you're not going to you know be um you know be worried about it that's the reason why that song of corn like popped in my head before i was doing this reading 
it's going to go away. So everything that you have dealt with in the past with relationships, this could be, uh, you know, something like a business partner venture or like a new, uh, you know, friendship or something like that. You know, they are really um, going to know who you are. Um, they know the elusive, uh, mysterious Pisces and stuff. You're always going to still keep your mystery. But you're going to be very vulnerable where you can able to, like, trust them um, with your deepest, darkest secrets. You can actually uh, breathe a, a sigh of relief knowing that you actually have um, somebody with the best intentions. They're not full of shit. You know, they're not coming to you with talking about I got three fucking different baby mamas and baby daddies and shit like that. They're not saying some hoe ass shit uh you know pretending I'm a nice guy and all that stuff and when actually um you know they're not a nice person um this is going to be like a real deal person that is emotionally uh, uh intelligent have stability um have finances um you know they have learned from experience from life they have learned from experience from their personal um, um dealings with like relationships or partnerships or business partners or something like that um of that sort they know um how you know they know how to pick up on people that are real nasty they are very solvent um, they know when there's a person that's going to be a, a, a fuckhead, fuckhead bastard and they realize, oh, that's a fuckhead bastard. You know, they're going to protect you. They're going to, um, you know, they're going to be that rock. They're going to be, you know, Pisces. You're going to have like that rock, even if it's in love or like a friendship or, you know, a business partnership, they're going to have your back. Like, no matter what, you know, this is like, you know, I always talk about ain't going to be nobody ride or die, but this is going to be like a true ride or die. I mean, they're not going to go to jail for you or nothing like that. I'm just saying. But um, they are going to be that person that you can trust and you don't feel, you know, you have to mistrust them or you're being skeptical. You know, you may have some skepticism uh, with it in the beginning, but once you start to sense that this person is very genuine and they're not on the bullshit and basically um, are tired of people gaslighting them or or people not being genuine people being fake and stuff like that and then when they meet you they gonna see your your nice shining let your love light shine going on they're gonna be attracted to that and i'm and i'm telling you yeah you got the vampires and the and the and the, and the bullshit be attracting to you no doubt about that and i'm just saying but this is going to be that person, that right type of per, pretty much somebody that's normal. <laughs> normal. And they might not be the type of person that you have been encountering all your life. You know, we, we encounter like some weird motherfuckers, some crazy motherfuckers. I ain't talking about the good crazy. I'm talking about the bad crazy where you go, oh, shit, I got to run. Um, you're not being encountering you know, wishy-washy people, you're not going to be encountering none of that. This is going to be a normal human being 
that has 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 a, a good intelligence, a good in, uh, emotional intelligence also. And and you're going to be shocked and surprised because this person actually is balancing you. So shoot, I'm just saying. That's the reason why the damn porn song, it's going to go away. All that bad shit you dealt with, it's going to go away. Because this is some new beginnings. And I'm going to go ahead and um, clarify these with our modern witch tarot. All right, we are going to clarify the sex tarot with our modern witch deck. And um, I just pulled out these cards right here. Um, I had to re-record this because I was kind of like, what in Jesus' name? But have no fear with these. Um, seriously, seriously, even in the Carters in reverse, um, like I'm letting y'all know, and it, in which that does not mean it's bad. It's just mean some little bumps in the road. And especially when it's dealing uh, with love, uh, love tarot, you know, love readings and stuff. You have the high priestess, uh, baby. It is like you, y'all have some really uh, good and major and minor arcanas that has popped up um, in these cards and stuff while I'm clarifying the sex, uh, three sex of tarot cards that I pulled out. And the high priestess right here. You are working your magic. You are working your mojo. You know, you are like, you know, like how them high priestess and stuff. Um, have you, uh, uh, like, I don't say have you. Do you remember that time in junior high? Y'all remember when Chris Farley uh, on Saturday Night Live when he was alive and then he played that character too much. Do you remember that time where we um, we went to the lake? <laughs> but um, kind of like that at the moment. But the high priestess, um, you know, you are in your upright. You are really um, shining. And um, I noticed that, like, uh, what I pulled out and stuff is that y'all have been really manifesting. You have been really um, doing some shadow work with yourselves. Um, you have been doing some self-love. So you're in the high priestess. Everybody's noticing you. You also have the Eight of Wands um, in uh, reverse. You got the Lover's card. You have the King of Pentacles in reverse, King of Swords, and King of and Queen of Wands right next to each other. Now, this right here, um, I'm setting these aside right here because I did pull these out just like that, and they came right side by side. So this is going to be very important for y'all. And then you have like the Queen of Cups um, in reverse. And then you, um, the last card I pulled out was the Moon card. And also at the bottom of the deck is the Four of Wands. Now, what does this mean? What does this mean? Like I'm saying, I'm clarifying this shit with my modern witch turtle deck. And so, um, since like the Eight of Wands in reverse. Um, since I was saying like this person is coming into your life, um, they're wonderful and they're also taking their time and things like that. Um, you know, it could be where, you know, 
It might be, you know, you might have some damn static, okay? And guess what? It's not bad static. It's just normal starting off relationship, you know, getting into it like six months or something. You might have like a little tiff. But um, the best thing for y'all to do is just actually establish and reestablish your boundaries, your uh, uh, work on your communication skills, because communication is very, extremely important, especially um, whenever you have been manifesting and wanting this really uh, true, genuine, healthy um, uh, love relationship and everything. But um, it's either you or this person, um, you know, might have like some little bit of miscommunications. And you know what? And that's okay because we always going to, when you have new love, um, it's not like all sunflowers and daisies and, and unicorns pissing uh, shit, uh, confetti and everything and, and shit and uh, delicious uh, uh, Willy Wonka chocolate uh, bars and shit. You're going to have like your your okay days. You're going to have your so-so days and stuff like that. But, you know, right here, what it's saying is that um, either it's basically saying both of you need to work on your communication skills. Please do that. Please do that. And you're also going to be the lovers. Um, the lovers, like I said, that is extremely important because I like, I, like I said, I like this modern witch. Um, deck right here. You have the angels with the like, nice little wings, and then you have um, Adam and Eve. They're standing right there up under the dark and the stars and stuff, and then you have the snake that's crawling up the tree. Of course, you know, that's biblical for, um, you know, Adam and Eve and everything. And, um, you know, I, I, I probably have mentioned this, that I love snakes. Um, snakes are really, um, have been um, looked upon as somewhat evil. Um, like this is, this is right here saying, you know, it's there's this union, this, this, this relationship, you know, it is, it is looked upon, um, something that, um, you have been wanting and the universe has, um, listened to you and it is giving you this. Because you have been manifesting this, you have been asking for it, you have been praying on it, and everything else. But you're gonna have like, you're gonna have some of those little bit of those those little bumps, you know, in this right here, you know, and um, snakes and stuff. Uh, it's you know, you could take it as like a snake. You know, snakes are dual. You have snakes that are dual with. Um, Fertility, they have been used for like fertility. Um, I know people um, um, love snakes and they're just like the chillest pets ever. Um, you know, and then you have the other side um, where people, you know, like those those crazy like uh, uh, churches and stuff and they tab the, like the rattlesnakes and they walk in the pit and talking about Jesus would like protect them and shit like that and they get snake bit by rattlesnakes about 50 million times that is so that's so weird and so ridiculous right there but snakes are dual you either it's like life or death but snakes um they do represent renewal shed no skin into nice skin have y'all ever seen the copperhead 
it is the most, it's a poisonous snake, but the copperhead have the most beautiful scales and beautiful designs. That is a beautiful creature. Deadly, but a beautiful creature. And so, um, you're going to, like, either, you're going to, y'all, both of y'all going to make this decision. You know, either you can walk together to, like, you know, it's not like me, it's not us against the world. It's more of like y'all are being um, level-headed and cool with each other. And that like whatever comes y'all way, you know, you have to work on your communication. That's what the Eight of Wands is saying. You're going to have to work on your communication or you're going to have like some miscommunication, some bullshit and everything else. And then you know, y'all gonna be looking, y'all gonna be looking crazy and shit, because, you know, uh, he said, uh, go get me a sandwich, and you like, what the fuck you want me to get you a sandwich for and shit, blah, 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 blah. and you start running your damn mouth or something, or, or, you know, or you say like, hey, you know, uh, can you fix this, and blah, 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 blah. And he's like, I can't do all that right there, I can do this, but, you know, you're gonna get you'll get a little upset. So you need to like have both of y'all need to like work on your communication and have your, um, your skill sets of like, um, very thorough communication with each other. Now the King of Pentacles is in reverse. I don't know if this is going to be you or this is going to be, uh, them or whatever. And of course, like the King of Pentacles, uh, right here, this is somebody that is going to not have the best judgment in finances or anything they could be using or thinking like something that's materialistic because a pentacle means money and stuff like that but it's in the reverse if you have it in the re is you have it in the um, upright and stuff they just sitting there straight chilling they got two bulls on the throne and stuff that they sitting on and of course that uh, you know the bull market you know what I'm saying? If you're really uh, uh, familiar with stocks, you know, you got your bull market, and your bear market and stuff like that. But it's in the reverse. So this is going to be something about finances. And usually if you or that person is not very careful of how y'all are spending or could be giving you lavish gifts or you could be giving out lavish gifts to them. Um, you could be uh, using some of this to like kind of like have a control over somebody um, in the relationship, could be throwing it out like, well, I bought you this and da -da 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 -da. you know, that is a no go chief. That is a no go. So you or or that person or whoever, it can be either or of y'all. Um, you know, you got to watch your finances because you want this card to be in the upright, but you, this card is actually um, in reverse. Now, the reason why is, is going with me with like these two reverse cards and stuff. And, and I'm going to come back to the King of Swords and the King of Wands and the Queen of Wands because we got like the Queen of Cups in reverse. And, you know, the Queen of Wands is actually um, giving and, and, and beautiful and gorgeous and, you know, hey, would you like a cup of this? You know, all that right there. But we have her in the reverse. And this is like giving me like some Pisces bullshit right here. Because usually we like to give too much of ourselves to one person or somebody's or, or something or anything else like that. And 
we do do that shit. So what is this is this is so much in some like Virgo fucking energy right in here, you know, some Taurus energy. So usually I feel this part right here, this is going to be a fucking Pisces. And Pisces, y'all need to be careful because whenever you're in a really brand new love relationship or partnership or friendship or whatever, what we do, we tend to give a lot of, we, we tend to give a lot back. We tend to give a lot for ourselves. And guess what? That motherfucker will say, oh, they give so much of this shit. You know, I'm just going to do bare minimum and they're going to keep on giving it and giving it and giving it and giving it. And you're not going to be, you know, you're not going to see that reciprocity back. So that right there is something that um, you have to change for yourself. It can be you. It can be them. But I'm kind of feeling on this right here is that like this queen of cups in reverse this is going to be more of you because this is i'm reading this from intuition this is going to be more of you because if y'all not working on your communication with this um eight of wands in reverse um it could be you or him that is using uh, materialistic things to like control the relationship or something like that um you know, and then all of a sudden, one or you or him or whatever is like sitting there giving each other of so much of each other and everything, and it's like twenty to eighty or or fifty to fifty, or instead of like one hundred percent of each other, um, that right there is going to be a really big fucking issue right there. And also, we got like the moon card that is popped up in here and um <clears throat> this right here um this is this is like this is another interesting thing like i said you're going to like have like your relationship ups and downs and stuff because you're still um trying to get to know each other um and everything else so you know this is going to be something that you're going to have to make a decision. You're going to have to either, um, you're going to have to trust your, your intuition on this. You're going to have to trust this. And, and I'm going to give you why you're going to have to trust this shit. But you're going to have to work on these reverses that I that has been popped out right in front of me. Because you're in the high priestess mode. You know, we have the lovers and stuff. Then we have the king of swords and the queen of wands. And then we have this moon card. Um, you're going to have to trust your, um, your intuition on this. Um, especially this is a love reading. Um, you have to do that. I mean, you have to like sit there and weigh out the pros and cons of this new relationship, this new love that you have. Um, you have to really, uh, uh, really... You're going to have to treat it like this is new. This is another person. This is a new person. You know, you can't sit there and, and go backpedaling back because such and such uh, did this shit. Such and such did that shit. That's in the motherfucking past. This is a new person. This is a person that has 
found you, have sought after you. This is something that you have been um, wanting, you know, for a very long time of the compatibility and everything else like that. And you still have to work out the kinks. You still have to uh, make sure that you and your partner and stuff uh, have like the best communication skills, especially with Pisces of where uh, we really don't tell that person like how we feel we keep that deep down and bottled inside and stuff um this is like the time for you to like actually push push through you know with this and everything and you're gonna have to trust your instincts on this because a lot of things that you know we may feel like we in the dark a lot, but like with the moon card, um, what happens when you, you, you know, just think about it. Um, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you this right here. Have y'all ever, or do this or anything else like this, take a moon bath. When the full moon comes, the full moon is coming in on the 20th, take a moon bath. What is a moon bath? Make sure you wash your ass, you know, purify yourselves in whatever, uh, community, or, or, or city water that you in, get you some Florida water, you know, it's like $3.99, like at CVS, or Walgreens, uh, or Walmart, you can find it, um, you know, save yourself, just put on your best night gown, slip, whatever, and walk out, you know, be a little secluded and stuff and walk out in the field or whatever and just bathe in that moon because you can actually see everything. You can be pitch black dark, but you can see everything illuminated in the moon and you want to draw that moon energy on you so you can see in the dark because when you can't see in the dark, you just can't see in the motherfucking dark. But when you have that full moon out and stuff, you want to you want to like trust your instincts and you, you're going to trust your instincts and you're going to see everything what is revealed in the moonlight because the moon um is very magical um it you know it affects us you know lunarly um from our thoughts our emotions our feelings um it affects the um the tides um you know it has like a place and a part um in our um human history and especially with our spirituality and everything else i mean it has to do if you are uh you you witchy witch you hoodoo doodoo uh, uh voodoo boo boo and all that stuff and everything you're getting into the craft or you are part of the uh, the occult the craft and everything else and spirituality this moon right here is going to like help you see the path that you need to see Reveal yourself, basically. So these last two cards right here, you know, I already pulled them out and stuff. But this is the reason why this is the, the explanation that I, and this is very, very important, is because of this King of Swords and the Queen of Wands. Look here. Look, Linda, listen, Todd, Chelsea, uh, Shanique with all of them. You know, we got the King of Swords. King of Swords is a really upright masculine energy. Um, they are going to rule like a mofo, just logical, everything else. And then you have the queen of wands. This is probably you. Um, usually it's you, especially if you're in this craft, you have the high priestess and now you have this queen of wands and stuff. Of course, you know, with the black cat, black cat, black cat firecrackers. Um, you got the black cat right down there sitting and stuff. That's her familiar. She also has two lions um looking 
facing each other and there's um, a sunflower. So it's like nurturing energy, um, just nature. You know, she's holding her like um, wand staff and it's like, it's like a tree limb and it's real pretty and it's like made, it's natural. It's, it's nature and stuff. This is actually you right here um, being in balance with the king of swords because you all witchy magic. You like some Stevie Nicks and shit. You know what I'm saying? But you have this normal, regular person that understands what you into, what you are, and everything else. They're going to balance you, you know, because you have to understand that, like, you know, like they say, opposites attract. You know, you may be outgoing and this, that, and everything else. And this person just maybe just quiet, laid back you know, a sort of kind of like a homebody or whatever, but, but also logical. So you need somebody that's going to be logical for you. I mean, you're logical, your damn self too. But like, if you have that balance and just like right up here, she has the two lions looking at each other with the sunflower. That means a mirror, your, your mirror, your mirror opposites of each other. For real. And right up here with the King of Swords, there's like three butterflies. And so that is going to be like the balance, the calm ebb and flow. But both of y'all have to get y'all shit together. And yes, of course, we have like the Four of Wands, which is at the bottom of the deck, which means like, hey, you know what? This is going to be one of those good ass unions for you you're going to see marriage you're going to be engaged you know this is going to be happening and um with that um uh, four wands at the bottom that's like you know with um this card right here which is the six of, the six of swords um you're going to have like the six of swords that I read is that y'all have your own little world, you know, you know, the world is revolving and moving and, and being busy behind y'all, you know, you, you are part of the world, but you are creating that world for both of y'all. And the four of wands have this couple and, you know, and they're out on the picnic and, he have a flower, she has a flower, she's got the picnic basket and shit, and there's like the city right behind them, but they're leaving that world, of that fast-paced world, to go into their world. They created this world for themselves, and there's, there's four wands with the nice little laurel just chilling right up there. That's what they created. So all of this right here is basically saying you are going to have somebody normal as fuck with, uh, you know, with with good intelligence, of uh, good emotional intelligence, um, very solvent, um, emotionally stable, uh, somebody that's emotionally uh, is regulated, you know, how to keep calm and cool, you know, throughout situations and stuff. Um, you know, they're going to be balancing you out because they've been noticing you and the magic that you produce and the magic that you have in your, in your touch, your magic touch. Doo -doo -doo -doo. So 
Pisces, you know, this can be like you, it can be them and stuff like that. But this is coming like within um, six months from like now to like March or something. And, and this is this is this is your king, you know, or this is your queen right here. And you're going to have to like, like I said, the snake, you are shedding out of your old skin. But don't go back into those same funky fuckery habits. Don't do that to yourself. Trust your intuition. You have been doing too much motherfucking growth to regress back to like old ass ways. Um, you, it could be you or you, and it could be them. But always do keep that clear communication um, between each other. That is extremely, very, very um, important. I'm telling you, y'all going to be knocking each other's socks off in the bedroom. But you still uh, need to, like, have, like, you can't have no half-ass level shit. Shit going to be, the shit got to mix. And I ain't talking about no peas and carrots and shit. I'm talking about you make a cake you know you got to go through all them steps and shit or you make some perfect chocolate chip cookies and you can't be missing no ingredients you can't be missing no damn steps and shit you can't be using too much um baking soda you can't be using too much flour you know if you will use too much flour and stuff your cookies gonna be dry as fuck or you can't be using too much baking soda you're gonna taste baking soda with it and just have like a baking soda chocolate chip cookie and you don't want that baking soda taste with them damn chocolate chips because it's just it just throws it off. Y'all need to like really uh, measure. Be careful with your ingredients. Just like if you want to be in this new love in this new relationship, it's just it is. It's gonna it's gonna take time, and you know, and there's no need to be rushing shit. It's no need for that. It really isn't. Just learn how to take your time with each other. And quit. And and just don't fall back into, like I said, Pisces, don't fall back into that martyr shit. This damn, I'm going to give, I'm going to give everything, blah, blah. I, you know, if he gets upset, then, you know, I got to bend over backwards. Don't do that. Please don't do that because you're not only just doing a disservice for yourself, but you're doing a disservice like for, for your, in your relationship. And guess what? And when you, and if you do go back into doing this, you need to stop what the fuck you're doing. Talk to yourself. Get, get you, get your mind right. Just start using your common sense. Because sometimes it may not be that fucking serious, but do pay attention. I'm not saying be paranoid and walk on eggshells and shit. I'm just saying, put up your boundaries. If you have to kind of get some space from them or something like that, get some space and shit. Get some clarity with that shit. This is going, this is this relationship that you're getting into. This is going to work out because in the end, it's going to be amazing where y'all, y'all going to get engaged and you're going to get married and stuff, you know?
it's going to work. And it may not be you're going to get married in um, another year or two years or something like that. But you know, you're going to have to have a time limit. And you know, whoever comes in your life, you know, they're going to see, um, you know, they're going to see you in their life for the rest of their life until one of y'all passes away and shit like that. And you, and that's something that you uh, really want. I ain't saying like the name pass away right now, but you really want that deep connection. You want that authentic, genuine um, relationship. You know, you can do things with him or her as best friends and lovers and everything else, because there is going to be like a, a total union with this. And and I hope this reading resonates with you. Um, if it doesn't, then whatever. You take it or leave it. Whatever you can use out of it, shit, use it. What if it don't resonate? That's fine, shit. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody gonna get the same shit. And not everybody gonna get the same results. But Pisces, but be careful. And don't overthink. You you all up in the high priestess. You are the witchy witch. You know, you are you are that. You are that girl. You are that guy. But the king of swords and the queen of wands came out. So this is a blessed, this is going to be a very blessed union. I mean, and even the lover's card came out and stuff. Um, and I'm just going to read them in order like I had the high priestess and you got the eight of wands in reverse. You got the lovers because y'all are going to be lovers and you got the king of pentacles. So you got to watch out with y'all finances and bullshit like that. Um, either you are, are, are them, um, king of swords and queen of wands, because this is, like I said, this is going to be some humps. Um, something's going to come back, you know, and try to come back. Like what's that movie? That Stephen King movie. Sometimes they come back. You don't want that shit to come back. And then you also have the moon card. So you're going to have to trust your um, intuition with this. Okay. So anyways. And of course, like I said, it's going to, it's four of wands. So it's going to be some bomb ass, bless ass union. It's going to be you two. All right. So anyways, that is our reading for tonight. Thank you for listening. This is Miss Kiki with the Pisces Dreamer Tarot. Hello, and welcome back to the Pisces Dreamers Tarot. This is the discussion part of our podcast after I do um, y'all's reading. And thank you so much for joining me. Shoot. And drink me some water. Mm. This is going to be a... How would I put it? A very serious, very serious discussion um, in this um, tonight's episode um, of the discussion part of the tarot after the tarot reading. Um, We are going to be discussing about soul ties. So, what are you? What are your thoughts 
own soul ties? What is a soul tie? Um, do people really experience soul ties or it's just something that's just made the fuck up? So um, to how would I put it to dim your sexual uh, experience or whatever, you know, um, is it tied in with spirituality or religious or whatever? Um, shoot. I think it's like all of it. But um, catch me while I'm going to take a quick little break. And we're going to be talking about soul ties. Soul, not soul caliber. Soul ties. Blue-do-do-do-do. I had to throw that little music in. All right. We are back with the discussion part. And this topic is about soul ties. Now, we have heard soul ties. You know, you can have a soul tie to an ex-partner, a soul tie to a friend, uh, whoever that you um, um, have a connection with. Either it's positive or negative. And so let's look up and what is the definition of a soul tie or soul ties. Um, A soul tie is a phrase which some people use to refer a spiritual connection between two people. In many cases, it can be said to become in existence after two people have been physically intimate. In others, it says to form after an intensely close spiritual or emotional relationship. And there's also four types. There's marriage, business, sex, and friendship. And, of course, it does affect us, either positive or in a negative um, way. And there's people that have uh, broke soul ties. There are people who have formed um, soul ties. Um, and, of course, you know, we're all spiritual beings, no matter what. And how do you feel... When, um, you know, um, let's take this scenario right here. Say that you have been in a relationship, guy or girl, doesn't matter. And y'all have had this relationship. Y'all had sex. You know, you have like your emotions tied with it. You have your physicality tied in with, you know, with being intimate with each other. And, and now you like broken up. And then all of a sudden. It feels like you can't live without this person or breathe without this person. You, um, you're like it's like a mental connection um, with them. It doesn't even matter if they're far away or around around a corner or something like that. Uh, you feel this uh, intense bond with them, and. It doesn't even matter like how dysfunctional, toxic, or great, or healthy of a relationship is. Like I said, this is we're doing a scenario like this, you know, hypothetics. Um, and of course, some people can um, relate to this. And it just seems like you just cannot get away from them. Like if it's toxic, you can't get away from them. Not only like emotional. But also uh, physical where like your body just yearns that sexual passion and, and, and just craving 
their physicality of their body, you know, on yours. And quite frankly, and I'm just going to give a disclaimer. I am not a psychologist. I am not a counselor. This is basically life experience and things like that that I have um, dealt with or been through um, in my life. I still got a lot more to learn. But when, um, but you know, the hypothetical or like the scenario case that I'm presenting, um, how did you feel emotionally? Did it feel like it, you were like robbed or does it feel that a part of your soul just halfway and just withered and died or is it hurting? Um, is it traumatized? It's a lot to, uh, it's a lot of factors to be considered whenever you have a soul time, not just only just like relationship problems, but like friendships where you, um, you and your friend, y'all can, uh, think on the same wavelength, you know, like, oh, I know she could, she did this and everything. Then turn around like, oh snap, you know, you did that. And you're like borrowing each other's shirts and clothes. Um, you spend so much uh, time with them that y'all have this, um, soul tie bond. And so, like, you feel, and you know, that the relationship is getting really great. And, you know, y'all been friends for, like, I don't know, um, since childhood, um, 10th years, 10 years, five years. It, is, it doesn't matter. And then when we, you know, our friends say, like, in a, an example that this friend that you have this um, soul tie with, y'all been through a lot of shit, you know, you know how she is or he is or whatever. <clears throat> but then something happens. And then you start analyzing your friendship. You went through so much together. You know, you did a lot of things. Y'all had so much fun. Now, something like happened and you're just like, oh, why did she or he do that? And so you start to like analyze your friendship, your tie to this person, you start to notice that this person is one-sided with their friendship with you. Um, you have done um, a lot of things and doesn't and do not uh, receive uh, the amount of reciprocation of how much you have gave to them. You probably notice that they are a, a, a taker and not uh, too much of a giver or not even a giver at all. You may notice that this person may use manipulation or whatever. Um, you may notice that this person, you know, just don't give a shit about your feelings. But you have to be the one, the, the, the shoulder to cry on, the person that they go and vent. While you may be having some issues or something going on with your life emotionally, and you're going to cry on their shoulder, you know, cause, cause that's what friends do. You know, we, we, we're there for each other, even through the good times and the bad times, you know, we hold each other down. I'm talking about a healthy relationship, a healthy friendship. And this person says, there's like, Oh, you don't have to worry about it. Oh, I don't been through all that. And then they start talking about their problems. 
and just down just downgrade your stuff now and then you're just wondering like okay why is this person like that okay now you're starting to see how they are and you're kind of like okay i'm giving them the benefit of a doubt but i'm going to be on my p's and q's and so maybe a couple months later they start showing their ass later on. I mean, really seriously start showing their ass. Now you're just like, hey, um, I, you know, I noticed this. You showed your ass or you um, embarrassed me or something like that. And, you know, it really hurt my feelings. And you're expressing your um, your feelings. Um, you're expressing how you felt in that situation and how their actions um, played you know, whatever type of exchange or something that um happened. And then of course, guess what? They're probably gonna shrug it off or gaslight you or or or, or make you feel ten foot less than whatever to the ground. And you're just like, wow, they was not considerate of my feelings, or they said, Oh, you're just overreacting because they knew that they did something wrong. And they knew that they hurt your feelings and they wasn't um, very open. They wasn't um, um, very understanding. They wasn't very compassionate. They didn't say like, hey, I am so sorry that I did this. I didn't, you know, I didn't realize I was doing it. I didn't realize I was hurting you. You wanted, you know, you was looking for that, but you got something different. And so that's twice that they showed their ass to you. And you're going like this now. Okay. All right. Now it's like time to really break this soul tie with my friend. My friend, you know, I seen has I've been blinded by them. And of course, you knew you you chose to be their friend, et cetera, et cetera, and they chose to be your friend, et cetera, et cetera. We already got the bases covered with that. Now you're just like, I gotta break this. And you're just like, I don't know how to do it. And so have any of y'all experienced that with friends, even sometimes with your family members, too? You know, you uh, looked up to a cousin or aunt or uncle or, you know, someone in your family. And then a whole bunch of crap happened. And you're like, okay, you know, they're family, but you try to uh, be there for them or et cetera, et cetera. And that same bullshit keeps happening, happening, happening. You're just like, look, I can't do this. I can't. You can't. You can't do it. Now it's time to like break that bond. And so when you have like those soul ties, um, it does hurt. Um, especially if that person is um not reciprocating back. Um, they're nothing more of a taker, or either you are one of those right there too. But what does the soul need basically? The soul needs love. The soul needs compassion. The soul needs um, food like that. What I'm saying is intangible. The soul needs food. When you feed your soul, you feed your soul with goodness, right? Same with your heart. You fill your um, heart with goodness. But it goes much deeper than that with your soul because, you know, when we leave our physical bodies, you know, there is our soul. So we're wandering around 
either you're going to be a lost soul or a soul that's been damned or or soul whatever it just uh depends on how you live your life and how you treat people etc etc so when you're feeding your soul bad crap your soul is going to get sick it's going to be traumatized if you're in traumatic situations or whatever and um, a lot of times uh, when you have a sexual soul tie, um, and I'm going to get into that too, uh, your soul is sick. So when your soul is sick, it's, it's starving. It's, it's, it's dying. And you feel incomplete. You feel ill with your soul because now you got to look for different things to like feed your soul, but you still on that same wavelength because your soul has been sick or your soul has gotten infected like a virus or something. So when you're on that spiritual path or you're uh, a spiritual person or religious person or whatever, and you're feeding your soul different type of crazy shit. And then the soul is just going to like flip-flop itself and say, hey, look, you know, I don't give a shit now. We're going to feed on this dark energy. We're going to feed on this grotesque energy. We're going to feed um, off of a lot of it because now when you uh, start receiving and feeding your soul all kinds of crazy messed up shit, it reprograms itself. Now, what it reprogram itself, your heart reprograms, your mind reprograms. You are literally reprogramming your whole body, your energy, um, um, your thought process. When you start to uh, feed a lot of bullshit and junk, sometimes people's souls uh, cannot be saved. Okay? Um, sometimes people like to thrive on the most evil ass shit. That's them. And it's not my uh, duty or or, or or anything else to start saving souls. I'm not one of them motherfuckers. I'm finna save your soul and Jesus and shit, and, you know, walk into, into to the light. Um, we're going to hand you a motherfucking watchtower type shit. I'm not on that. This is basically what you as an individual uh, must critically think to yourself of how you are feeding your soul and how you are um, making sure you have a right connection soul ties but also sometimes those soul ties can be detrimental um, to us and, and it's just in different um, aspects in your life and scenarios and things um, like that now I'm going to get back I'm going to go into sexual soul ties and I Oh, shit. Anybody can write a book with that. <laughs> right there. Now, I know people have different lifestyles. You know, there's people with monogamy and there's people with uh, polygamy, all that stuff. Junk, 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 blah, 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 blah. I don't have a say so in what you do sexually because... That ain't none of my business, and I don't pay your motherfucking bills, okay? I don't pay your bills. I don't I don't run your household. So you can do whatever the hell you want to do. If you want to have four dicks in your mouth and one in your ass, that's you. 
don't know how you take it. Uh, I don't know how it is, but that's you. And same way with dudes. If you want to have uh, two twats in your mouth and one on your junk and another chick pegging your booty hole, that's you. All right? But when you have sexual soul ties with some person and you know people actually do have a lot of sexual soul ties and when I go out you know you know I went out of uh, this past weekend and I went into this bar and I'm feeling all this odd emotional sexual energy of course you know there's people drinking etc etc um i feel like all this icky energy now i haven't myself i have not been um i just broke off one my damn self um you know just speaking from my experience and those are really hard they're very hard but when um you know, you have people that are extremely promiscuous and things like that. And like I said, I am not doing any judgment on this and stuff. Um, a lot of times when um, people engage in risky, promiscuous behavior, um, it can be something emotional that they had like a really good soul tie with, you know, they broke up or something like that. It could be a sexual traumatic experience um, that they had as kids or a young adult or something been sexually, uh, you know, assaulted or anything. So when you have like that soul tie to like different um, people and you didn't even give yourself like a break. Like you didn't give yourself time to heal your soul because it is, it is very powerful. It is very strong. And especially if you have a um, relationship with somebody where you engaged in, you know, sex and you're being intimate, you slop, swapping, swapping fluids, uh, uh, the coochie juices and dig juices or whatever y'all be mingling. And 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 then you break up or and then that's the reason why you have like those couples that's like off and on like that is because they are still uh they're still traumatized by that soul tide that they have and i know some of y'all have had friends that like why did he go back to homeboy how did why did he go back to homegirl why did homegirl go back to him or why did homegirl go back to him um her is it's because there's like a soul tie and they're still in that 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 gridlock of their souls and because they have that history um with each other they also been very very intimate with each other and what it is is that they still want each other, but they don't want each other. And they wonder why, like, this, well, well, such and such did this shit to me. I fucking hate him. But goddamn, that shit was so good. So you start having um, people start going back, like, off and on, like, start having sex with each other. But there's no, like, real um, healthy relationship with that. And then that's when you have like the friends with benefits and that's a dangerous one too, because 
when you do the friends with benefits, this is my personal experience. People can do friends with benefits or whatever, no strings attached and shit like that. Y'all can do all of that shit. But for me, um, that's a no-no. When you um, do the friends with benefits and people like always say this stuff right here, um, oh, don't be catching feelings. Bitch, you gonna fucking catch feelings no matter what. You know why? Because you're intimate. You're physically intimate with each other. You are swapping spit. You are swapping uh, dick juices, coochie juices, um, y'all up in each other's face. You are in a intimate level position and positions when y'all be fuck on, when you get your fuck on. And then you trying to say, um, don't be catching feelings. Well, I'm sorry. We're humans. We're going to catch feelings like that. That's going to happen. 10 out of 10, 100 motherfucking percent. Even if you don't like the person that you, why is people having sex with people they don't like? I don't get that. I really don't. I don't get that shit. So when you when they say don't be catching feelings people always catch feelings all the time okay i'm sorry like don't fucking deny your human behavior don't and i hate when people are like oh don't be catching feelings you're fucking human okay you're a fucking human accept the shit but there are so many things um that is so unique and complex about the about us humans that we can bond a soul tie bond with somebody uh, that we we just have like just some regular pity sex or mercy sex or uh, casual sex or one night stand shit happens and you can be in denial about your motherfucking self if you have done it or not whatever but tell me the truth be honest with yourself Whenever after you two, three, two days, three days, four days, a fucking week or two weeks and shit like that. Guess what? You either going to be calling that same person again, having your legs or your, your, your dick splayed open at two or three o'clock in the morning for a booty call. Or you're going to go and tag somebody else. Now, the ones that are like the worst off with their fucking soul ties are the ones that tag other people. So basically, this person who has been traumatized or went through so many emotion, uh, emotional things in their life um, have not really healed themselves. That's what people, that's how some people are. People that have not healed themselves usually have like the most um, sexual partners. I mean, it is like you are stringing um, about 20, 30 people. And say, like, you yourself have, like, maybe two or three sexual partners in your life or whatever, relationships. And so this person has not told you anything about them being, uh, uh, you know, stringing all these damn people like a fucking boneyard, like a damn uh, had they shit, their souls and stuff tied like a damn uh, uh, jump rope. And then, some, and then things get good, et cetera, et cetera. Y'all get intimate. And then after that, you start feeling all these weird shit in your body. Guess what? That's like all of the souls that this person has um, collected. 
This person is the soul tie collector. And guess what? This person is not really feeling anything in their soul because why they have infected their soul. So they feed and thrive like a vampire. They feed on a parasite. Have feed and thrive on this. And so they put in all them people that they done had sex with and fucked and all that shit. You know, it doesn't even matter if they was doing them, doing them about four months or a year or whatever. And they moved on to the next person and moved on to the next victim, moved on to the next victim. And then they're now giving it to you. Do you understand like, like how serious that is? And then you're coming to find out that you have like all of these um, ties of different people that you really don't know and then guess what some of their emotions some of their personalities are seeping inside your soul and you're like where what what is going on what is happening to me now you're like, okay, I feel so great with this person because you're thinking this person is like a really relationship worthy when they're actually like a soul tie collector. They're damaging you. That's the reason why people say like, you got to be careful with the people that you have sex, use protection, et cetera, et cetera. Not only protect yourself physically from different STIs and STDs and things like that, but you also have to have like a connection and that protection for yourself with your energy. And I'm going to go ahead and take a break and we'll be right back. All right. We are back with our discussion of soul ties. And this is like the longest discussion I've um, had with y'all. Because there is like a spiritual warfare that is going on. And it's been going on, but it is so prevalent right now. It is really a huge deal. But back to what I was saying is that when you have to protect not only your soul, but your spirit from those type of people that, um, you know, they're like soul tie vampires and they want to like infect you like a fucking virus. And it's because they haven't healed themselves. And it's a, and what, when people, um, you know, I haven't healed from a heartbreak or healed from um, some type of um, painful trauma that happened in their life or, 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 or they had, um, you know, uh, they've been sexually assaulted, they have been sexually molested or anything else like that. It's a psychological, emotional hurt experience is what it is. For people to be reckless uh, with that. And when they have sex with multiple people, it doesn't heal you. Have you ever heard the expression, I, I, I know, like, just jokingly aside, I used to joke like this. I was like, shit, this motherfucker right here thinking 
dick is going to heal and solve your problems. No. Or they, or you have a guy, he's so torn up um, at the bar because of a bad breakup. So he's at the bar or he's having with friends uh, clubbing or some shit like that. And he sees a young lady and because of his traumatic uh, bad breakup that he had, because he probably loved this woman um, a lot, you know, you never know about what happened in the relationship, but he's like all torn up about it. And so, you know, you have that, hey man, like, fuck that bitch. Oh, let's go out and go fuck some hoes. You know, you have like, you have like some that like, nah, that's okay. Because uh, they don't want to go out, um, you know, with their friends. They don't want to fuck a bunch of hoes or none of that shit. They don't want to, um, you know, bring home a, a young lady at the bar and, you know, uh, uh, you know, be, you know, have like sexual, you know, relations and shit like that. I sound so old, sexual relations, <laughs> sexual relations, you know, have sexual relations and stuff just to get over, uh, you know, it's like a, uh, how it's an instant microwave, um, euphoric feeling. But then after the, the morning after he still feels like shit, his heart is still broken. And look, there's a girl right next to him. She's probably putting on her clothes and dipping out. And guess what? That guy is lonely. And everything. So, <clears throat> you, have, you have stuff like that going on. One thing that... um that um, I have experienced is that sometimes I, um, you know, I date every once in a while, casual, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm starting to come across men. It doesn't matter what age. And they start to uh, kind of pressure me on with sex. And I'm just like, what the hell? You know, what, what the fuck is going on? And it's because they haven't um, really processed the healing part of not only their heart, but also their soul. Their soul is seriously um, crying. Their soul is hasn't healed properly. And that's a red flag right there. And, of course, they say, like, somebody start asking you for sex, you know, one or two days, blah, 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 you know, run away. And that's true. You need to. Now, if you... That's your choice. If you want to have sex on the first day, second date, uh, I don't know, in the bushes and shit, be my guest. That's you. You don't have to fucking deal with that. And don't be crying about it either and stuff. That's on you. That's your choice. You find a nanny with it, that's good. Cool. You much stronger than me. And I noticed that they always talk about their exes or or some girl that they dated, or, you know, and they're doing the same thing, they are, um, they're, they, they, they're, they're so badly wounded, 
And so they think that next person they have sex with is going to heal them. Like they thinking, like I said, like dick is not going to heal everything. They think the coochie is going to heal them too. Or the penis, you know, if you're, um, you know, LBGQ. And that's not going to happen. You are still damaging yourself, not only damaging yourself, damaging your soul, you're not properly healing um, better to like have your, your soul to feel better because you have to nourish your soul with good things. And if you keep continually, this is psychologically, continually to nourish and feed your soul uh, trauma, pain, hurt, and all that stuff. I mean, like I said, you're going to be sick. You're going to be sick fucking forever. And guess what? You don't even know that person that you want to be intimate with. You won't even, you don't even know them probably like a month or two. And you thinking that they're all like this and all like that. Guess what? They probably have had went through some bullshit their damn selves. And probably haven't even properly healed. So now you got a big soul tie conundrum, a clusterfuck. And now say like you know, y'all do all this intimate ass shit and you fucking sucking and everything else and and then all of a sudden you can't y'all y'all don't really don't have like that very healthy um connection. You have a trauma soul tie bond. So y'all can fuss and fight and get angry and be jealous and throw fucked up shit around the house and and then you make up passionately, you know, uh, four or five hours of just playing ass, just humping and dumping and shit like that. But guess what? You are tied in with each other with a traumatic um, soul tie. Now, you can't even get rid of this person. Or that person can't get rid of you. Guess what? That's when all the disrespect comes in. That's where they don't value you or nothing like that. Because y'all are tied with trauma of trying to look for love. And they, and now both of y'all don't even have really the love love to share. Because how in the fuck are you can love somebody and everything else when you are not even full of love yourself because you have not been nourishing your soul with love? And when you are nourished your soul with love, you are healed, you have a nourished, um, healthy uh, soul and it shines, and it does, it shines, it shines without, you know, in your pores and everything, it spills out, it really does, you're like a, a beacon of light, you're like the, the lighthouse, <laughs> the lighthouse out there, uh, 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 you know, guiding all the, the ships that come into the shore, so they won't crash into the rocks, you're like that, 
But guess what? That that ship that sees that. What if that ship ain't ain't worth the shit? <laughs> What if that ship right there is the wrong ship? It is. So like that ship right there is coming towards you. And this is the wrong ship. You're supposed to be the ship right there that's supposed to be coming in. That's the proper ship that come in from the harbor and stuff to dock. But this is the wrong ass ship. They're just like, fuck it. We just going to sit here and just dock the fuck out in this ship and shit. And so... Guess what? This ship right here is coming towards you. What you gonna do? Son brought me some fish. Thank you. But so like, you know what I'm saying? You gotta like understand stuff like that. And it's like it goes deeper than just like be you know below you know just above the surface of like soul ties. And then you got to ask yourself, do you know your soul? Do you know who you are? Do you feed your soul good things so you can attract healthier people, relationships, healthier things for yourself? Do you do that? Or do you leave yourself your whole your soul are nourished wounded and looking for quick fixes like instant mashed potatoes i mean instant mashed potatoes are good though guess what i'll be docking that shit up though but you know like a hot pocket we're gonna take it like a hot pocket you microwave it is good it's like a rolled up pizza like a burrito, it comes like ham and cheese. Uh, I know like the healthy ones they used to come with like the chicken and the <laughs> and the broccoli with a nice little sauce with it. So think about how you're gonna feed your like. Just pretend your soul is a your soul is a baby. It's like a it's a little beautiful baby you have to take care of it you got to nourish it you got to feed it give it love and stuff like that so you're gonna feed your baby which is your soul do you feed the baby junk food or do you feed the baby correct nutritious foods Because you can you can you can feed both you can feed the baby either or. Now if you choose to, to just throw Cheetos and soft drinks and stuff like that, uh uh and then just halfway just give like some type of healthy nourishment, what happens to that baby when it goes into development of toddler, preschool, uh child, um you know, a young adult, teenager to like an adult. It's going to get addicted to sugary snacks and junk food and, um, you know, and everything else. And junk food actually costs processed foods and shit like that. 
then you have the other baby where you feed nutritious foods. And again, going through the life cycles, the stages of childhood development. And what happens? That child right there is not going to get a lot of colds. Um, it's going to be healthy. Um, it's going to make a really uh, good eating choices of eating fruits and vegetables, lean meats, um, drinking plenty of water, um, not um, uh, being addicted to sugar. Uh, the brain works really um, fantastic where you have cognitive, um, you know, thinking, the whole process of that child going through those developmental stages are not going to be delayed or slowed down or whatever. But when you have the other one that has been fed off junk food and a little bit of nutrition and stuff like that has problems um, with um, just basic skills, um, cognitive thinking, critical thinking, foggy brain, you might, um, your child might run a risk of uh, childhood diabetes, um, a lot of, uh, you know, maybe like a, a very set off and onset um, early puberty, um, hormones might be messed up, like I said, I'm just letting you know, I'm not, um, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not licensed or anything or professional with dealing with health and stuff like that. Just giving off a disclaimer. And you, and, and just think about, I mean, they might have speech delays, speech impediment. Um, you know, it's going to be a different thing. And this is like just taking out, you know, the whole genetics part because, you know, genetics does play a role uh, with human development. But let's just take out genetics for for this um, part right here. But I'm going to be honest with you. Who do you think I'm going to sit there and um, what who child I'm going to play with? Am I going to play with the kid that eats a lot of a bunch of junk food and snot in the nose? Or I'm going to lay choose the healthy-ass kid, um, you know, is not hollering for McDonald's. Or, and, you know, they eat healthy fruits and snacks and, um, you know, begs for, like, Brussels sprouts and shit like that. I'm going to choose the kid that has the that does that, that begs for Brussels sprouts and shit like that. And the reason why is because... You want healthy, you want a healthy um, look, you want a healthy uh, feeling, you want to feel good, you want to radiate and everything else like that. But you get what I'm saying with the um, allegory that I have of how we need to treat our souls. We need to treat our souls like they're beautiful uh, newborn babies. I know newborn babies are ugly as hell. I'm not going to apologize for that shit. They really are. But, you know, it's a precious uh, living being. You know that. Treat your soul like that. It's precious. It's living. It's a precious living light that um, is 
it's astronomically um, something that we cannot touch. You know, it's intangible, but we have it. Treat it like that. Especially whenever we need to feed our soul. We need to uh, watch out, you know, like how a mama bear is. She watches out for her kids. She makes sure they're not in danger. And if she feels danger and stuff, um, she knows when to come running. And that's how you need to be. You need to be that mama bear of or a very extern protective father over your soul. And you need to nurture your soul with good things. And especially, you don't want to tie in another person, say, you know, after a breakup or a friendship or anything like that. That is the time for you to sit back and get to know your soul personally. And just ask, hey, soul, I know we are hurting. I know it's hard. And it's hurt, you know, your soul's crying. Have you ever had your soul cry like something that is deeply uh, um, hurtful or, or just deeply just in sorrow of like losing a loved one or some a best friend? Uh, shoot, your damn dog, it don't even matter. That your soul cries have you had your soul cry before i have had my soul i've noticed when i cry like a reg you know regular crying you know when i'm sad or something like that and then you have that soul cry it's not a heart cry now you have that soul cry when your brain your mind your your your, your crown chakra everything else and then your heart chakra, and you have like your soul, all of that lines up. It's it's so weird. And you know, and that is that's the the how would I put it, the mystery of how complex humans are. And then you have, and then you have all this stuff lined up. And it's like beyond me when you have your soul crying. Or you have had your soul just, just sigh of relief. You know how like people say whenever you meet your uh, the person that you're supposed to be, your soulmate, that your soul releases a sigh of peace and relief. You know your soul um, actually can cry to be released from. Um, something that has been um, hurtful and traumatic or something that we're going um, through emotionally. But it has to be where your soul really um, recognizes and understands what is going on. And then you have that soul cry. And when you have a soul cry, it you have this certain um, vocal. You have this certain vocal when you cry. It's not, ah, you know, nothing like that old hollering ass crying. It's a real deep, it comes from your belly, it comes from everything, all in your pores of your body, the, 
the electrons, the, 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 the neurons and everything in your body. It is like your whole uh, body physically and it just channels all of that energy into your soul. Because it, it like has affected you all over your body, inside and out. And it is a soul cry. When your soul is crying, that is the deepest, the most intense. It is, it's, 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 I'm trying to explain it as much as I can. It is, it's a cry that. It's a cry that people can um, actually relate to. Your soul cries. Your soul is crying. Your soul is living. Your soul is breathing. Your soul knows a lot of things. You need to get to know your soul. You do. You get to know your soul. And you also need to recognize the types of soul ties that you have to where not only just paying attention to your intuition, but also paying attention how your soul is reacting, if it's in a positive way or is it in a negative way. Because your soul can catch things. You may not catch it cognitively, you know, uh, with your consciousness, but your subconscious is linked to your soul. So your subconscious is actually recording every damn thing, what's going on while your conscious is going on, you know, with you, with your daily routines, et cetera, et cetera. But they work together as a partner and team, your subconscious and your soul. Because your subconscious is catching all the information, all the facts or whatever that you missed out. And so it's, you know, it is, you know, sending those messages to your soul. And so, like, this is where your soul comes in and say, oh, guess what? What? Um, did you know such and such and such? And your conscious is like, no, I didn't catch that. So your subconscious replays that for you so you can see that. And, and your soul also tells you things in your dreams. Your soul also lets you know, uh, you know, like in a, in a similar fashion of deja vu. Um, your soul, your soul is, your soul is your best friend. Your soul is your child. That's your baby. Get to know your soul. And also. Get to understand and recognize uh, thought soul ties. If you are the one walking around, hitting up everybody, and connecting yourself to different people, um, tie in not only with your soul, but other people's souls, you need to cut that out. Because if you're that type of person that uh, thrives, I wouldn't say thrive, but like really just not knowing what you're doing. And you're and you're keeping yourself in constant pain and trauma and depression and anxiety, et cetera, et cetera. And you go out to uh, do things to uh, make yourself feel better or trying to cover up the pain by doing something really risky. Um, 
it's it's up to you to stop that because that's that's a spiritual warfare thing that you are going through. So you need to like understand what your soul and your spirituality and everything is. And even if you're not even spiritual, you still need to understand about yourself. If you're atheist, okay, that's fine and stuff like that. We understand. But even for somebody that's atheist, and I have been atheist myself too, um, you know, uh you 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 still feel that shit inside you and it gnaws and eats on you and it festers for real for more like for atheists it's more like a morality thing so you don't you know you may not believe you have a soul you may not believe you know spirituality and stuff like that but I want you to believe in like the morality of how you look at things like as humanly as possible. And, you know, like I said, I speak on the spectrum because I have been an atheist and I've been agnostic. So it ebbs and flows, you know, at once upon a time. But when I, um, you know, kind of put that shoved aside, like about souls and God and et cetera, et cetera, um, spirituality, religion and stuff like that. So I have to break it down with um, humanity. And how I look at things like with morality, um, having morals and stuff like that. I said, I still got to watch out. I have to protect myself. I have to protect myself from other human beings that want to latch on to me or they want to bring something, not just not a that right there, but something um, that is deep down inside that they're fighting and traumatized with and they want to um, latch on to me to make themselves feel better and for like a second and then you know and I'm tying my uh my being to them if I uh, say like I was being sexual with them and then I have a part of them and I'm like whoo Jesus you know what I'm saying like what the fuck and it's and it's so intense, it's overpowering. I'm like, oh my gosh, because I have absorbed half of some of their stuff in their soul that they're dealing and wrestling with. That shit's crazy. And and, and I'm just like, damn, fuck this shit. But again, I am almost um out of time, and we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up. Um, but the conclusion of this is people really treat your soul like a baby, love your soul, just like you love yourself. And, um, if you need some soul healing, um, nourish it with some good stuff. I mean, good friends, food, family, um, seek, you know, seek professional help, um, self, there's self-help books, there's, um, many podcasts there's many um things that you can look for you know do some tune some fork tuning that helps out so much um breaky healing anything i could say alternative healing and medicines crystals sage it whatever but also love yourself um at the same time and your soul will be happy trust me but don't be sitting there trying to get all these damn soul ties, sexual, uh, uh, they are toxic and crazy as fucked up it is. You know, don't pollute your soul again. 
But anyways, that is enough of my time for this discussion. This is a long-ass discussion. But I am Miss Kiki, and thank you for listening to the Pisces Dreamer Discussion Podcast. And y'all have a good night.